crinkle going right at the beginning. <laughs> right at the beginning, back maximum back crinkle. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Low armor. Crinkle. Can we all crinkle? Can we all make a noise? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the low. <laughs> oh my god, we cannot intro a show like that. Oh, we are absolutely keeping that in the intro. That's just the end stinger. Just max this peak the volume. Right after the music plays, five seconds of silence and then. <laughs> A podcast about three kids in a trench coat. Trench coat. Trench coat. Strong episode start. I love that. I love that we're coming right into a potential combat and uh, immediately just off the rails in the. Just the mood is is not going to be serious for that combat. Uh, welcome to Low Armor Cast. Gosh, oof. Okay, welcome to Low Armor Cast. A podcast about three kids in a trench coat trying to solve a mystery, except those kids are actually small-sized creatures, and the trench coat is actually a giant suit of combat armor. My name is Steve, I'll be your gay mommy, and I'd like to introduce you to the wonderful pit crew. Say hello, pit crew. Hello, hello pit wonderful crew. pit crew. I, I said refuse. say hello pit crew <laughs> not wonderful pit crew uh and so we'll start off uh introduce yourself kelsey steven as merit <laughs> <laughs> nail it nail one ron leota as tama no see that was good that was good uh and i am aaron as iron scratch david of the twisting peaks nicely done a well-earned added title you're gonna have seven names by the end of <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the legend was told foretold that the seven named hero would come <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> to hit on everyone scratch of the seven titles <laughs> And the portable hole of doom. <laughs> uh, excellent, excellent. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna get into this recap of what happened last episode of Low Armor Cast. After spending some time on the ferry between Davidstown and the Sky Spire, where the pit crew relaxed and intermingled with both the command level and working class officers, they arrived at Kenyar Kozar's Sky Spire, a 200-floor, half-mile tower that reaches to touch the clouds over Midland. A strange port for anyone to arrive to, they enter the walls, leaving behind a sparse dock and find themselves going up over a thousand feet on a magical lift, giving them a beautiful scenic vista. Okay, real quick. Did it actually touch the clouds or did they like always tout that when they were building it, find out and didn't, and then just like have some mages that gather up some clouds around the top? <laughs> <laughs> Are you questioning... The, the veracity of the claims of the, the creatures of the spire? <laughs> Are you questioning the massive phallic nature of this tower? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Would it be great if the tower is actually only like 198 floors and it just rounded up to 200 just to get that number there? <laughs> they skipped a couple superstitious numbers. Yeah, they exactly. Yeah. So I just I just want to um, uh, mention from an engineering standpoint, the fact that there are magical clouds in this like absolutely massive chamber is it's funny to me because like those kinds of clouds would like occur naturally in a room that big like they happen at the Boeing plants and they have to have like all this special like HVAC setup to make sure that you know clouds don't condense in the factory mm -hmm. um but you would still have to make sure that natural clouds don't condense indoors because that would ruin shit yep. so what so I like the implication that they had to like they have to control the atmosphere to prevent the natural ones and then like create. magically yeah, create I mean, absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Everything that you've learned from walking around the Are you an engineer? <laughs> well, I uh, I used to do engineer adjacent stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So everything that Aaron just described there is true about the Sky Spire. They absolutely engineer to replace the natural thing <laughs> that would occur. Also, hot tip for people. Don't live a half a mile in the sky on a building. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. The place yeah, is like half in mile with, high. Yeah, yeah. Clouds. Checking in with the clerk aside <laughs> to register them for champion ar for their champion armor battle, the first proper battle of the season. And they discover they need to meet later that night to discuss security measures for the opening ceremonies concert, and then have to figure out a lunch th with the new head of security for the Sky Spire. Samson Kivage, retired combatant albino dragonborn, where Lannick would probably show if he could. They are then ushered away yeah. at the side of Wilton Welvix, a well-dressed cordial half-orc uh, that is to act as their concierge during their time in the Skyspire, being brought to their rooms at the Red Grove Inn in the Red Grove District. They part ways with Wilton and head out to the market uh, in Rockville to obtain some armor upgrades for Tama. While doing so, and after confirming those upgrades, getting a little buckler and a studded set of uh, leather being made, they head on over to the food court, but find themselves distracted when Merritt sees Magda Aja, the pop star that's supposed to perform at the opening concert, uh, arguing with someone in a little bits and bobbles tchotchkes crystal wizard dragon shop. They enter in, make sure to lock up the shop behind them, nothing suspicious there, and then go to the back where Maja Agda was aggressively pulled, only to find potentially a couple spat happening and being threatened by one man and then a group of men in cargo shorts. And we left off on rolling initiative with a nat 20 for me I a 22 I from Tama, and a six that. from scratch i simply <laughs> do not remember that and i feel very discriminated 20. against 20 because uh not everyone who wears cargo shorts is uh a douchebag hashtag not all cargo shorts <laughs> hashtag not all cargo sh shorts bro 23 for merits initiative 22 for thomas and then was that a six total for scratch Yep. <laughs> really not keyed into the combat. Scratch is uh, Scratch's mind is completely elsewhere. Like she's tagging along. Like she's physically here, but like mentally she's just thinking about like 
she's trying to figure out what she's going to do when she gets to the waste management place. Right. Just like keeping an eye out for have I seen the offices yet? Where's Where's the entrance? (laughs) I simply cannot believe you're you're not last in the turn order scratch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So um, uh, the scene as it is, you're in a back storeroom of a little Bob's office. It's not particularly large. It's maybe 15 feet deep by about 30 or so feet wide. So there's not a lot of room in here. Um, There is no door behind the back room that goes into some sort of like back mall hallway. They're in that room relatively clustered together. Holding onto Maja Ogda's arm is the gentleman that first addressed you and accused Tama of potentially being uh, someone that Maja is sleeping with. Uh, the lies failed there, and then Maja didn't help matters by saying, well, she'd be fine sleeping with you, or a Scratch, or that guy, oh, when Merritt walked into the room as well. Then She's a pop star? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's a very popular, uh, popular singer. Uh, pink-haired A. He's not celibate. Pink-haired, <laughs> not skinned ASMR. Um, Ooh. in a beautiful, beautiful gown that looks like she's walking a red carpet, not shopping in a tchotchke store. Uh, rest of the room is filled up by a bunch of guys in cargo shorts with puka shell necklaces and tribal tattoos around their biceps. Tama, you clock that shit. Um, <laughs> you clock it big. Uh, Quick, where, so we have we have a calling stone for our helper, right? Yeah. That, and that's on our person. Mm-hmm. It's in Jancy. Yeah, oh I'm yeah, a, I'm a pet Jancy and pull that out then. Yeah, fine. I I glance over at you and just kind of go. I give you a shake of the head and no, trying to insinuate no violence yet. Oh, that's that's what I'm also trying. Merritt just nods because he's also looking to avoid. Okay, so Merritt, you're actually first to go. So you grab the stone. You're first in the initiative order. Um, I look at uh, Maja. I pull the stone out and hit up our, our dude and I'm like hi you know what us and the other pit crew for the champion Lanik just ran into Maja and she has just went doing some shopping has too much stuff to pick up and needs someone to help escort her back to her rooms <laughs> could you please send someone as soon as possible to the name of this uh, uh, the wizard's dead. The wizard's dead. Sure. <laughs> um, do I need to convince him because he is our valise? Uh, no, uh, you actually get, because this is a back and forth uh, thing to him. He goes, you literally hear like a swallow and some ice uh, uh, jangle and obviously a glass being put down. <laughs> and you can kind of hear him like go, Oh, I'll handle that directly, of course. I'm going to be more than happy to escort the fine Marja Ogda to wherever she might need to be escortulated to. Uh, uh, I'll be there. You said you're in Rockville? Excellent. Excellent food there. Have you tried the new brass bass? They got sacks of shrimp and everything. I think we'll be stopping there next. Oh, great. All right. Wizard's Den, you said it was. I will be there right quick. Sounds perfect. The, us and the rest of the Atlantic's clue, crew will be catching up with Maja there until you arrive. 
<laughs> you can visibly see Maja's surprised because as, as soon as he hangs up, I I do say sorry to assume. <laughs> I just kind of shrug. <laughs> yeah, she looks a little surprised, but she she just sort of shrugs. She's also recognizing like. She may not know you, but she knows who the fuck Lannick is. And so <laughs> you're the pit crew for Lannick. All right, Merritt, do you do anything else? There's not like a lot of room to move unless you move out of the room. Um, that's again, like three squares by like six squares. It's pretty tight. Not, not really. Like this is this is Merritt's whole like, I feel like I need to protect anyone who I see that I feel needs protecting like this person, you know, in a room surrounded by other people. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much just like, well, they're going to be coming here. Um, what would you like from us to Maja? Just assuming that everything's fine. I just, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're, we're Mer- going Merrick to get just to... thinks he solved the problem and it's done. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to that. But Tama, you're next. Literally right on the heels. Let's get to the bottom of the root of the problem here. I look straight at the douchebag who was yes. harassing her and go, who hurt you? Who made you this way? Why would you harass a young lady? Zone of truth. Oh, nice. He's going to resist. Uh, okay. Uh, I put zone of truth in the entire, which will cover this whole room. Um, so all their buddies are also in, uh, in the zone of truth. Uh, and the pers- All of you are in the zone of truth, too. That's true. Yep. I, I have nothing to hide. Uh, persuasion 26 to get him to answer my Ooh. questions. What's the DC for Zone of Truth? Uh, 14. No. No. <laughs> nope, not happening. Next question is, how many of you are in love with each other? <laughs> <laughs> All of us. No, uh, okay. It, it's it's coming. It's the next question. <laughs> Alright, alright. Well, let's see the last one. There's plenty of ways to diffuse a situation and cause chaos at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. All right. So, um, uh, do either of you resist the Son of Truth, uh, Merit, or Scratch? I, I don't try to resist. Then you don't. You don't have to resist it, but yeah. you can. What is? Uh, 14. Uh, uh, charisma save charisma. of 14. That's a twelve plus four. Yep, and there you go. So I can I can lie to them. <laughs> That's all I can. You about. can lie to them, scratch, which and I believe them. only I know. Yeah, yeah, you're the only one yeah, who knows. You know everyone who's mm. passed or so failed. you know that a lot of the things, lies. a lot of the people in this room, including Maja, all failed their saving throws. So you know that they're <laughs> affected by the spell. However, unfortunately, the gentleman you're talking to. And one of the other men are the two that passed it. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. I'll try to rely on that 26 persuasion. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, uh, why am I like this? Why are you like this? I'm going to get down to the bottom of you. That's right. <laughs> that's right, son. And then his buddy, who is the person that Tama, you know, is also is not affected by the Zone of Truth spell. He's like, yeah. Yeah, get him, Blake. Get him. Get him, Blake. Hey, guys, Blake. what's wrong with Blake and your other friend here? Yeah, yeah. and then the other, the, other, the, the other four dudes, almost in unison, uh, uh, start, like, tucking their hands in their cargo short pockets. And <laughs> like, their shoulders kind of slump down, and they're like, well, you know, like, Blake is, like, the fourth of six children. It's <laughs> really hard to stand out. And they're just like, yeah, Blake was really burned early on. As Blake immediately, 
I mean, he's like, shut up, guys. He's like, yeah, one of his older sisters really laughed at him when he experienced his first romantic interaction um, with a girlfriend. She walked in and it, there was a lot of mocking. So I think that made him feel insecure. Blake's dad probably doesn't love him. And they're like, <laughs> Blake's like, hey, shut up. <laughs> Blake, can I share something with you? Yes. I was a middle child and I actually didn't have a father. So I didn't experience a father's love. I really empathize with what you went through, so I understand that that's making you lash out. But in this instance, I think you know I'm not sleeping with this person I literally just met. You're lashing out because you're angry, and maybe look on the inside. Maybe I should. Unfortunately, <laughs> Blake's friend just God goes, damn. No! No! You do not! <laughs> not! There's nothing introspective happening here! <laughs> what this guy is trying to make you do emotional growth and development like some sort of wimp like some sort of weakling like another negative term that it's not super problematic uh, thank you what, what do we do when we when we have a problem Blake what do we do when we have a problem Blake's like, uh, 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 we punch it that's right Blake we punch that problem until it stops moving <laughs> does everybody else think that's the best way Probably not. Like there is like there's a show of hands in the room. Show of hands in the room. Like uh, like all the other four people are like like this, but we're gonna do it because you know tribal mentality of connectivity within a group. Like <laughs> we don't want to seem weak in front of the person that we've assigned as our leader. But you're right. We really shouldn't fight. Um, <laughs> is there anything? To, I mean, you cast zone of truth. Uh, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I think I would say is, well, I can't lie right now. So I'll tell you this. We've all trained with one of the greatest fighters in the world. And I don't want to hurt anyone here. But I'm more than capable of doing it, despite my stature. I don't think any of you want to live with the embarrassment of being taken down by my group, now do you? Especially in front of her. And with backup, as you heard, actively coming here. <laughs> yeah. Backup that could probably hurt your reputations quite a bit. <laughs> One of them, because he's in Zone of Truth. Our reputation is that we're kind of... We're kind of fuck boys, so we have a lot of direction to go from there. Uh, so that, I mean, I agree with you. Normally, that would be a situation, but we started from the bottom. We're still at the bottom, um, <laughs> and, and then Blake's like, "Shut up, guys!" Um, I think uh, I've more than overstayed so my I'm turn. I'm gonna have Tama. I'm gonna have you roll a D4 for me because four of them were affected by the Zone of Truth spell. And so roll a d4 for me. That's yeah, right in the middle, too. All right. So two of them are like, I don't know. And so what all that has done is two of these people are not going to go this round. And potentially future rounds, Lovely. depending on what happens. Thank you. Um, because they're just like, <sighs> we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to fight this. But the other two who haven't really been persuaded and are kind of afraid of their leader character looking at them badly. Blake just yells out, will you shut him up? <laughs> and so uh, one of them goes for Tama. And uh, Scratch doesn't say anything. Uh, Merit said stuff though. So one of them's going to go for Tama and one of them's going to go for Merit. I re-roll you after you failed me so many times. Tama, you just step away from, from, <laughs> from the one that goes for you. 
Mary, you just step away from the one that goes for you. I'm just going to use a dice roller from now on. Screw these noises. I rolled a one and a three. That's what I rolled on those two dice rolls. Um, uh, so Scratch, you watch it as two of them kind of half-heartedly try to attack. One of them has like a baseball bat and the other one has like a cricket paddle. And so they look like they're, they're kind of average, sort of like jock sport thugs um, well, you made the human embodiment of an ed hardy shirt yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as soon as you said cricket paddle i started picturing them as droogs <laughs> all in the back of a, of a shop filled with little statues <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i gotta roll for little statues oh, dude little that st movie's rad yeah. <laughs> little statues, little statues. You ever seen Fight Club? That movie changed my life. <laughs> it's the best movie. So uh, one of them does in their miss knock over a box and you can hear some like shattering a little bit and some breaking of some of the like merchandise that's in, in here, but they only knock over the one. Scratch, it's your turn watching Merritt and Tama just easily maneuver around. <laughs> it's, it, even in tight quarters, it's just like, nope, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could full-on attack, but it's, <laughs> it it's been funny so far. Time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna reach out and scratch. Um, Blake is Blake the yeah Blake's leader? the guy that's that's been leading them. I'm gonna be like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, and that is uh plus three to hit. That is twenty-one to hit. That'll hit. Yeah, and three damage. All right, Blake gets scratched by scratch. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, you're making me bleed my own blood? <laughs> <laughs> we could do a lot more than that, kid. Uh, so Blake attacks you right back. Um, <laughs> you want to be holding your intestines in your hand, kid? Ah, uh, yes. I've always go. wanted to put a bunch of douchebags in a zone of truth and just be like, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah, right. <laughs> How do you, you, why are you like, are you, are you consciously so, like this? Blake, Blake, <laughs> Blake's wearing like a tap out glove and he just, he's, he's got like, a backwards Fox motocross hat. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And he just punches you in the. Within five, like, am I within five feet of scratch? Yeah, yeah, I'd say you're all pretty much on top of each yeah, other. And then I fighting style protection. Um, <gasps> Maneuvers. Um, this ah. isn't even a maneuver. This is something I've always had. Fighting the little buckler stands. I have on my back. <laughs> um, yeah. Where if a, a creature I can see attacks a target other than myself within five feet, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. All right, oh, roll nice. again. Oh, that's sick. Hell yeah, thanks. Goddamn. Yeah. Where, no, yeah, I've got a defensive uh, maneuver I'm sitting on, too, or a defensive spell. Now, this is nice because it's it's a reaction. All so right, it do does it still, unfortunately. Round, theoretically. Nice. Unfortunately, it does still hit. Okay. Um, Wait, what, what did you roll? 20. 20? Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast shield as a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so, the scene here is amazing because he's got his he's got his tap out glove, right? Yeah. And you know he's going to swing at you with that hand. Yeah. And Scratch, you're like, I'm pretty confident I can deal with this problem. Um, yeah. But then Merritt, being right there next to him, is like, like, just whips that shield, which you haven't seen him do a lot of actual arm maneuvers. 
with the shield. Yeah. And this is just kind of tucked behind his buckler. Yeah. But uh, uh, whip that shield out. And I don't it, even generally whip the shield out. I literally just usually like turn my back and put oh, it like okay. just rotate around. Mary nice. stands and does like a, a, 180, yeah, yeah. a 180 pivot <laughs> to uh, put that there. But unfortunately, Merritt is uh, two foot ten. And still lower than he was aiming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Scratch's face is in his wheelhouse, so he adjusts a little bit. Pretty confident he's gonna hit you. Yeah. What does the Scratch Shield spell look like? All right. So uh, the description is: an invisible ma- uh, barrier of magical force appears and protects you until the start of your next turn. You have a plus five bonus to AC, which makes my AC twenty-one, including uh, against the triggering attack, and you take no damage for magic missile. Uh, so what it looks like is it glances off Merritt's shield and looks like it's about to hit me, but then just like a few inches from me, it just goes dung against like an invisible wall of force. And maybe there's like some magical ripples that a come picture, out. Of... Merritt just like, I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Merritt being like, all me. <laughs> Scratch is like, thanks, Merritt. <laughs> did it. Uh, after the punch hits the shield, Scratch just throws up her hands like, what's up, son? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, uh, Can't the, hit a little old cat. The, the guy that's been convincing Blake to stay away from his emotions. He's <laughs> like, it's okay, Blake, I got you. And then he's like, do it, Johnny. Do it, Johnny. And, and he starts speaking and hand-tutting or finger-tutting. Um, <laughs> uh, he's real mad watching you kind of just like befuddle Blake <laughs> without even a spell that like directly befuddles anybody just <laughs> right. just I wanted to make this room into a whole safe space of, of truth <laughs> which just wrecks these types of guys yeah <laughs> um, oh, I need all three of you to uh, make a dexterity saving throw ooh interesting yeah caster 19 for scratch that'll hit or that'll that'll do it oh shit okay so i rolled an at one Ooh. <laughs> but uh i'm gonna use failing luck yeah you are nice uh, so i'm gonna re-roll that please <laughs> yeah that's only a 13 uh that is a change that's 17 total nice all right you all save dope um awesome uh, uh, 13 was what you needed to hit. Did, someone, did, did something just happen? <laughs> well, I mean, you still take half damage. Did, like, did somebody fart? <laughs> did you're still of- half damage, damn it! <laughs> I'm still doing stuff to you. <laughs> Shut up! If I wanted a kiss. <laughs> 13, all of you take six damage. Okay, that's uh, not- As he, his finger tuts turn into a little triangle. It then morphs, twists, and morphs again, and a stussy S appears and burns a <laughs> stussy S at you. But you've seen that, Jimmy. Are, you, are you doing Naruto hand shit at us? Uh, I'm doing finger tutting, which is, kind. I guess, what Naruto hand shit is sort of representing. Uh, also, the magicians on side. Yeah, I was about channel. to say, isn't that the magicians? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they all took finger tutting classes as actors so that they could better cast their spells in the show. Yeah, that's a real oh, fucking thing. Yeah. Johnny's like, ah, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with them. It wasn't a fart though. I'm definitely <laughs> sure. Unless it was like maybe like a spicy fart, like a spiced up fart. Wait, I don't have zone of truth on me. <laughs> and then it's back to the top well, of the you order. Get, you get used to letting the truth out, and it just keeps coming out. It's a good thing, man. Yep. It's healthy. Cleans the soul. It's merit at the top of the order. 
All right. Um, so is anyone currently holding on to the singer? No, is there Maja is completely... Maja from she's sort of standing back, especially with the fire spell happening. Um, Blake and, and... Does she not have a turn order? Did she... Uh, she has not taken an action yet, no. The other two that didn't attack last round are just like, I don't know, guys, this violence seems like a lot. <laughs> like, I just wanted to hit up the half pipe later down at the skate park. Uh, we could just, we could just just grab some gnarlies. Grab some gnarlies. Go gleam those cube. Yep. Go, uh, (laughs) in the cube. Oh my God. All right, Merit. I'm going to try to attack the closest person to Maja that is actively fighting us. That's actively fighting us. So it's either Blake or his caster. Blake or Janny. Janny. John. (laughs) Blake or Johnny. The caster or the guy who's been talking a lot. Get him a body bag. Yeah. (laughs) That's a nat 20. Oh, nice. So you said you were doing an attack. I am. So that's going to be. I can use my trip attack. Um, so he has to make a strength saving throw. And if he fails, he's prone. He still no, he, he passes. gets an extra D. De- so our superiority dice damage doubled as well. Uh, yeah, because they're dice. And so uh, don't double the damage, max the damage, and then roll at once. <laughs> I love the Thomas like, we could hurt you. And they're like, nah. And then immediately Merit's just like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he said the thing. <laughs> 19 plus whatever you just rolled. Because it's 10 okay. plus 6 plus 3 plus your... Uh, plus 7. Total? Um, 19 plus 7. 26? Nice. Was that 26 damage? Yeah. That is, Oof. and I think... Vaporizing it. <laughs> because On we're, Johnny? like, in this place, <laughs> and right. I don't... Like, Sweep the leg, it Johnny. Isn't, it isn't morning. We didn't get here like crack of dawn. No, no. You're um, it's actually the kind same of day that we got coming here. up on yeah, um, lunchtime. I'm going to action surge. So he's still standing. Johnny is still standing, but he's not looking good. What did you hit? You just hit him with that fucking that fucking big old uh, extendy axe. What does that look yeah. like? So at this point, after just like being kind of close to scratch um, to to try to block the other dude, just kind of like rotates around, whipping like extending the the long blade or long handle yeah. of the axe. Nice. And just turns around to the maid and just like, "We told you, you want to stop before backup gets here." And just <laughs> wail on that mage. Just right. one strong chop. All right. So trying when to you take him, him down. You ring his bell and you know that you're like, I don't need to hit him a lot more. My hit is plus four. I want an emboweling spell now. to hit. (laughs) 19 to hit? Yeah, that'll hit him. In that case, like, he's still a concern because dudes are being shits, but I guess I'll just try to to trip attack him again. Okay. Drink saving throw. That's a three. Roll your damage ruse. Uh, are you doing this non-lethally? I s- yeah. Yeah, I assume so. <laughs> Decapitate him. Oh, you didn't say non-lethal. You killed him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> Blake's hopping from foot to foot and just going, oh my god, oh my it god. It is oh my- 12. After walloping him real good and then deciding what, because he's knocked out. You you absolutely brought him down to zero hit points. <laughs> 
Don't don't need a fury of the small. Just like nope. Don't need to put that <laughs> over the top at all. You got it. Um, he is at negative three hit point. Johnny just goes, oh, his claw clean, and Merrick just nails him again. <laughs> and do you sweep the leg? Do you, do you sweep, sweep the leg, Johnny's Johnny? leg? Of course I do. <laughs> I yes, think, I, I think yeah. this because it's a follow-up to my previous attack was like I misjudged the leg sweep the first time so this is pretty much just me like doing an impressive leg sweep and letting his head slamming the concrete do the rest <laughs> get him a body bag uh, Tom I want you to roll intimidation with an advantage I need you to hit a 20 to keep the other two out with what has happened because they just watched Johnny get knocked out um, by merit. This is not conducive communication. <laughs> and so those Hell two, yeah. even though they're seeing their friend get knocked down, are still in a place where they're just like, uh, he kind of deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're out. It is your turn, uh, unless merit does anything else. Um, Mantle of Inspiration is a bonus action. Five hit points to my two compatriots, as well as Magda, and she now, everyone can now take a full move action and not invoke any attacks um, of opportunity. So nice. she is going to do this? Yeah, okay. Um, she is going to look at the situation, look at what just happened, and she doesn't move out of the room, but what she does do is position herself so that she's more on your side and not on their side. Uh, so, I mean, what what we said is is, is true. We are Lanix crew and our valise is coming if you, if you would like to just leave. I look to the guys who haven't fought yet. Yeah. You made the absolute right choice. You, on the other hand, I look to Blake, have made the absolute wrong choice and I'm going to show you why now. Uh, dissonant whispers at uh, second level. You have chosen Ooh, the path save. of pain. Uh, <laughs> 14 wisdom. Doesn't seem like a wise fella. Uh, well, it wouldn't matter. I, I roll three. Oh, <laughs> no. I roll a die instead of using DD Beyond. Um, uh, so oh, no. What happens oh, to poor Blake? No. Poor Blake's going to have a bad day. <laughs> oh, he's going to have a real bad day. Uh, that's 16 damage. Jesus. Oof. Uh, and now he very, very much has to get the fuck, uh, away from us immediately. Uh, he has to move his full action, uh, as far away from me as possible. Do you maneuver yourself around so that he can get out of the room? I will give him an aside to run the straight out the front yeah, door. Yes. He moves around and kind of moves through it. And his friends that haven't fought are like, fuck Blake. <laughs> but his other friends, they saw him grab his head in pain. And everything, and they're like, yeah, you know, we've been talking about Blake and his migraine problem for a while. He just refuses to see a doctor. So What's here, here's what I want you to do. Take your friend to the doctor, have those migraines looked at, gather up your friend on the floor, and kindly leave us be. Sound fair? Uh, so the two that haven't fought are beginning to move to Johnny, but the two that have fought are swinging. And they're like, they're not listening to you at this point. <laughs> Um, uh, so they are still in it, but the two that haven't fought are beginning to collect Even though they're leaders Two more for the stretchers. Them. Yep. yep. <laughs> Let's get them down. The two remaining 
buddies that are still attacking as the other two attend to Johnny. You can see the passion in their eyes. They were questionable about Blake's actions. They are protective of Johnny. They make a quick decision to attack you as opposed to Merritt, who looks like he can he, level them. <laughs> he looks like he can fuck them up. Chip chop, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think he isn't gonna get you after yeah, you attack yeah. me? Um, so they both swing down on you, and they swing Word. down hard and fast in of a course. way that they hadn't done before a with reaction. their baseball fan and cricket. Yeah, you can reaction to try to. Um, impose disadvantage on one of them? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, first one or second one? I'm not gonna tell you damage. Second one. Uh, so I will take the lower, but the lower still hit. Um, yeah. I rolled higher. Um, uh, so... Uh, I couldn't get there quite fast enough. Uh, yeah, I tripped Mary- a little bit because I didn't put my, like, didn't refold back in my... my little- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the haft of your axe. Um, so Tama, you suddenly get hit with these baseball bats and it is just a gang of thugs beating on a small person <laughs> with a baseball bat and a cricket mallet. 18 damage total between Ooh. their, their, their uh, I am knocked the fuck out. Damn. Yeah, they got me good. <laughs> Are you knocked out? Yeah. Are you out? I had 17 hit points left. Oh, okay. I only have 23 total. I'm sure but I'll be scratch, fine. Yeah. You watch Tama get, like, you watch these two attack them and then begin to think quickly about the battle as Thomas laying there unconscious. Uh-huh. The fact that there were two more that could have been fighting you. Yeah. The fact that 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 Merritt is just took out the person that did damage to all of you, uh-huh. even though it didn't seem as effective. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, these are idiots, but they're dangerous idiots. And yeah. we're just been doing okay. And now it is your turn, Scratch. Okay, so I cast Spare the Dying and Touch Tama, and that's my turn. What does Spare the Dying do? Spare the so, Dying. Simply for those that are listening to this is their first D&D podcast because they've ignored <laughs> all the much better D&D podcasts they could be listening to and came to us. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so Spare the Dying. So Spare the Dying. You touch a living creature that has zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs beauty yep um and so scratch you do spare the dying that's your action yep so that instantly puts me at uh zero three successes yeah yep basically just stabilizes you at zero you're still unconscious all right top of the order merit you just watched tama get knocked the fuck out (laughs) um can you bring people up with temporary hit points uh, no. I guess I'm just gonna try to persuade the people who are attacking to stop attacking. Alright, do you want to do like, persuasion um, or no, intimidation? intimidation. Alright. We chop down your, your mage friend, the person who is in the pardon the phrase ma'am, lover's quarrel or whatever's happening here, <laughs> which doesn't seem to involve you is also gone. We're just going to leave and like look to the two who weren't fighting and be like please help your friends (laughs) good point (laughs) that is an 18 total pretty good pretty good all right so unless i get a one or two that is probably gonna work i got a nat 20 um (laughs) uh so uh the other two after knocking out because like they went in to hit you 
Yes, what Merritt said absolutely reinforces it. But they're standing up aghast at what just happened because <laughs> they went in super hard having just seen what Merritt did and then they just beat a person unconscious in inside of six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll just go home. And friends are like, bro, you need just help us with Johnny. Go collect up Blake. And you can hear Blake is rattling the front door, trying in his panic to get the thing <laughs> to try and get out. They, they lift up Johnny and the rest of them sort of collect their friends and leave. We're, we're going to go. Uh, th <laughs> quit while we're Thank at you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, sorry about your friend. Uh, come on, Blake. And Blake's like, we'll go kick their ass later. I'll kick their ass later. No, no, Blake. Let's just go. Let's just go. And so they uh, finally get the thing open and open it up. And you're left with Maja Agda in the back of this little bobble shop. Hey, it's Steve in a late night on a different mic here with the mid-roll to bring you some messages and bring our thanks. Uh, first off, let's thank the patrons. To Steve, Michael, Kyle, and Aaron, thank you very much. Your funds go to help make sure this podcast is hosted and distributed. We really appreciate the support. As for our other shout-outs, we have a little new one this week. We have a new five-star review on the Apple Podcast app from Wildfire Bo. Came from Dames and Dragons and loving the energy. It's such a fun idea for a campaign. Titled, What's Not to Love? Well, thank you, Wildfire. And last but not least to mention in this mid-roll... Uh, I recently appeared on a podcast called the Christian Reeve Podcast, hosted by, you guessed it, Christian Reeve. He interviews a lot of creatives and developers and other people, movers and shakers in creative industry. And of course, we talk a lot about various D&D, &D, nerdcore hip-hop, and Twitch streaming things. So if you're interested in the broader dying of exposure stuff, what I do as a gay mommy for other campaigns, as well as we talk a little bit about low armor cast and just D&D in general, uh, please feel free to check it out. You can go to the Christian Reeve podcast by going to Christian Reeve, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-R-E-E-V-E.com slash podcast, or type in Christian Reeve, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, or you can watch us on his YouTube channel as well. Uh, make sure to go to ChristianReeve.com to get all the links to everywhere this is. Now, I guess we should get back to the episode. Kama, you are unconscious but stable. Um, <laughs> they don't, they don't ask us to leave their shop so they can lock up behind. <laughs> nope, uh, they just left us here. <laughs> <just> left. <laughs> so it's... Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get there if we get there. <laughs> um, Scratch cracks her knuckles and looks at Maja and is like, so um, you sleep with whoever you want to. Huh? <laughs> Maja, Maja looks at you and is like, gross. Uh, so gross. Is your Rude? friend okay? Hold on, hold on. Is your friend okay? Rude? You're gross. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I You're push gross. Scratch out of the way and I'm like, he's so Super, he's stable, but we Hold on, I got this, I got help. this. And then Maja just like kneels down and hums a melody into Tama's ear. Uh, Tama, roll uh, 3d8. I'll allow it. 
Tama, Tama, she's saving you with music. Can you hear Tama? <laughs> I told you, she's so cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's... Uh, yeah, what did you get on the die? 16 on the die. Uh, so that's 21 hit points back to you, Tama. Nice. You awaken to what is ostensibly a fairly tall woman. Again, your scale is different, both in your height and the fact that you hung out with Lannick all the time, and he's just massive. She kind of pulls her pink hair back and, like, tucks it back behind behind your ear as she stands up, and she just reaches a hand down to help you up. Uh, I accept it, and I stand. I say, I had heard you were a beautiful singer. I'm only sorry that was my first experience with your voice in, in, in... from one bard to another, you are incredible. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I have to emotionally search within myself if I want her to be Thanks. this character. Thanks. Thanks. Oh. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I I am so surprised to run into the pit crew there. I'm so sorry about Blake. Absolutely what a total knob we were you know we went on a couple dates while i was here and we hooked up and he thought it was one thing and i was like no i stop talking please and uh, then things got a little heated and i really appreciate all of you coming in and been rescuing me that's so nice um that's so kind uh, uh my manager would be so furious if i got like Capture, like, I don't think anything terribly bad would have happened, but it could have. It certainly could have. Well, my friend spotted you being uh, aggressively manhandled, so we decided to step in. Oh, it seemed which like one? the only. Oh, good. Hello. Um, <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm sure you're delightful to people that dig your vibe. Um, uh, uh, some people just don't wavelength. Oh, hi. Uh, so, uh, Maja Agda, I think you probably know. I'm Mer- Merritt Grimplank. Uh, grew up in Haza, of course we. Oh, of course. I love <laughs> going uh, Regil Soul, right? Regil Soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't have the look of someone that grew up, like, mining or anything like that. That's very nice. Merritt's probably like, like oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely seen him, seen, seen you play with Rupert before. It's like. We were technically oh, at the same show. <laughs> you're, 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 are, are, the way you say that. Oh, are you friends with? Are you friends with Rupert? Is, is... not not super close, but like <laughs> we're we're acquaintances. We've been we do plenty of craftsman work. Uh... Is is okay? I've always been waiting to ask this. I know we've got someone coming, and it's weird because we're in a store we don't own. Uh, <laughs> but I've always wanted to ask this from someone from Regal Soul. Is he actual? Is he supposed to be funny? Is that his thing? <laughs> is he trying to be funny all the time? Pretty much, yeah. He has a good sense of humor, but makes it very clear when he's being serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he he really lives in in the the fun zone much more <laughs> <laughs> outwardly more than than he actually like you know is as a person kind ah, of set see. expectations yeah you've got to have i mean when you're as as interacting with the public as a person like rupert morningson or myself you just got to have that sort of public face and then your private face 
Well, uh... Just pulls her face off. <laughs> I'm gonna take its face off. Yes. Nicholas Cage appears under her face. <laughs> like, well, I have a favor to immediately ask you. Two favors. Because you already did me the favor of saying it. Since you're already with Lanix Pit Crew, if you could not tell my manager about this... That would be super chill of all of you. Uh, as you might imagine, I have a body person. I hate them. I have a manager. I have a press person. I have a stylist. I have a person that talks about my performances. I have a dance instructor. I have a singing instructor. I hate all of it. I hate all of it. But I was able to get away for a bit. And convince them that I need some time and that it would be okay and if they find out that there was anything I'm never gonna be able to do this again like not for like another year or two it seems like no business of ours to discuss your business with your manager right like we're we're about to grab food if you want to grab food with us as an excuse oh, that would be so good um second thing and we can do this while we walk to go get food if you'd like Merritt looks around real quick and just like grabs a couple like looks at whatever like small cash he has grabs a couple bags and just like stuffs them with things and like leaves some money maybe not for exactly that amount but like really really close whatever the cheapest things were because I told our our helper person that she had too many things so I just want there to be things to be like oh here take these go away <laughs> is there a store clerk or are those guys the ones that okay, are the so store? uh so, Those guys were it, I think. So, so imagine, mine's just like, mine's just like, it's okay, it's okay. Um, ah, you really hit Johnny. It was his shift here. Uh, he's probably gonna get fired, but he deserved it. Like, and so, wow, that's super strong. Um, you have a lot of power in a very compact form. That's very impressive. Very impressive. Are you hitting on him? I am absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad you I just wanted to be clear. Flex yeah. is a butt cheek. <laughs> I gotta say, he's the one that goes toe to toe with Lanik. I yeah. mean, talk about strength of not only arms, but core. Mm -hmm. Core muscles. Oh, yeah. Lots of good core strength Lots there. Good. Lots of good core endurance. <laughs> Your friends are being excellent wing people. Right now. Uh, but you do have business. As you said, it's none of your business about this, and I appreciate it, but I am going to make it a little bit of a business for you to interact with my manager. Right now, they want to apply Sky Spire security detail to me. I don't love that idea because I don't like people that I can't trust knowing what I do on a day-to-day -day basis in my personal life. So I was looking for something a little bit more innocuous. And it would make sense in my mind. Oh, where did you want to go? You realize that she's sort of walked you with your bags um, to the food court. Um, and so... Uh, Merit quickly just goes like, whatever looks nice-ish. And, like, definitely is not in the direction of the brass bass. <laughs> yeah, so the brass bass is there. And Merritt is aware that Scratch like, is also here. turns us away from it. <laughs> All right, Scratch just so kind of nudges look in the, the food court. <laughs> Scratch nudges Maja and is like, hey, uh, you ever had brass bass? It's new here. Ah, uh, 
I have had brass bass. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> Why do they get their seafood from the mountain? They're on the water. They get it from the frozen. But it's. <laughs> as a David, let me tell you that there are. Oh, you're David. <laughs> yes, you I am a David. David. <laughs> I don't have an office yet, <laughs> but. Uh, let me tell you that there are many complex and sensitive cultural reasons behind sourcing the fish from the mountain. So, in the uh, um, food court, <laughs> you see a Scarrow's tomato sauce triangles. <laughs> Scarrow's tomato sauce triangles. God damn it. A Brathen's Versed Sausages and Bread. <laughs> a Soft Cinnamon Boys. And Auntie Amanda's bread twists. Um, a Wendy's. <laughs> a brass bass. Uh, the 99, the 199, and Ugly Jake's. Uh, uh, all of the ones that are mocking the ones, they, they are those. Like, all my parodies. Uh, Wendy's is a Wendy's. Brass Bass is already a known entity. The 99 looks I'll, pretty nice. Oh, yeah. I'll basically just turn and ask, like, do you have preference from last time you were here since we haven't been here before? Otherwise, I'll just kind of like start walking to whatever looks kind of healthy. Kind of healthy? <laughs> All right. I say we go start interrogating the people at the cinnamon place. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> the soft cinnamon boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, is that cinnamon I smell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all just not Where is he? Oh, she's like, oh, we should go up. And so there's like a spiral uh, moving staircase that moves up <laughs> through the middle of this and that various people are standing on. None of you have ever been on anything like this. <laughs> uh, the closest would be like the lifts for skiing in Regal Soul. Um, uh, but the spiral staircase kind of goes up uh, around it and you go up to the fourth floor of the uh, food court and in it is just basically one, like where you're at, you can see one large uh, restaurant, and it's called the 199. You saw the 99 lower. This is the 199. Uh, you walk by a little bar called um, Calvin and Hobbs, <laughs> and you see standing outside of it a little blonde halfling and a big uh, tigery tabaxi <laughs> <laughs> standing. Yeah. They look like they're taking a break, both sipping lemonade. Uh, and the blonde halfling is, uh, or, or the tabaxi is sitting in a, like a wagon. <laughs> uh, 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 so yeah, but you walk by Calvin and Hobbes um, into uh, the 199. Um, you expect to see a restaurant. You don't. You see like a waiting area and a lift tube that's actually on the inside of the Sky Spire. This is the best restaurant. Don't worry. I've got everything. We'll just bill it to uh, the Skyspire as a booking fee for me. Do you step into the lift with them? Hell yeah. Because <laughs> you immediately recognize like, like someplace nice, someplace healthy. And you go in a lift. This lift doesn't move like the lifts on the outside. This lift moves fast. <laughs> you can kind of sense it, but it feels like it's being dampened. Uh, both Tama and Scratch, you feel the magic here. This lift moves super fast, and suddenly you are opening doors to a brilliant, clear, unreal blue sky. Around you on the patios are beautifully manicured trees, flowers, hedges, in this garden party-esque atmosphere with these wonderful white 
tablecloth tables, people walking around. The music that's always playing inside of the Sky Spire is replaced by a live uh, quintet that you can hear playing it, but not a stringed quintet. Um, you can, even though they're not overly loud, maybe a little quieter than they should be, maybe a little magic there, kind of controlling the volume. It's a brass quintet uh, playing this kind of beautiful music there. You can see that there's an infinity pool kind of off in the distance in another direction with people swimming up to a bar. And you are on the 199, the 199th floor of the Sky Spire, a half a mile in the sky. You can literally see down at birds flying. Nice. Um, and and uh, Maja's just like, oh, yeah. Just very, very quietly to scratch. I bet you could be. <laughs> I bet you're right. <laughs> Thomas, don't be on the God damn it. Don't be on the birds. Don't embarrass me. And especially don't embarrass him. Uh Scratch just like looks looks Tom dead in the eyes is like Mary's already walked away back to make sure I'm like up next to Masha. Uh when Mara walks up me. next to Maja, she, kind of <laughs> she just kind of smiles. She just kind of smiles and with a with a with a nineteen perception tear, whispering, "Goes, yeah, the urge to be on the birds is strangely high, isn't it?" Just, <laughs> scratch has a thing. I just I knew she'd be. I one hundred percent believe that your friend Scratch has a thing. Uh, and uh, a, a waiter just sort of like greets Maja and the rest of you all and just simply guide you to a table. There's no like discussion or anything <laughs> like that. Just guide you to a table. The table itself is just a nice circular, like a nice like round intimate four person table, but around the back of it to give it kind of a booth feeling, it has a large glass semicircular thing. That's a water feature fountain with like things going off. And so it's just, or things just water gently pouring There's a disgruntled, over. less famous person being let off. And they don't bring you menus or anything. They just simply like the waiter's like, oh, what would you like to start with? Anything at all. Literally your heart's desire. This is the one. A single plum floating <laughs> from <laughs> a glass shoe yeah. in ladies' perfume, please. I'm kidding. <laughs> if that is what you would like, I am more than happy to provide that for don't you, you. Don't you dare take because my Simpsons reference literally. The one <laughs> it's what we serve. An whatever owl the customer. fighting a fox suspended in aspic. Done! Um, I can make that happen for you if that's what you need. Um, do you... Do you have seafood by the bag? I mean, we can put seafood in a bag for you. Yes, of course. I'll just, I'll just have whatever bulk seafood offerings you have. A beautiful small silk purse of shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> a beautiful a small silk purse with a single filleted shrimp inside it. <laughs> okay, so bulk uh, bag seafood for the tobacco. I, I totally understand if you don't have this, but I'm going to test your anything theory. I would like white rum. Yes. In a coconut shell, okay, with a slice of pineapple. Those are all delicacies from where I come from, and I rarely find them here. Oh, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I will have that for you immediately. Um, Tama uh, beams from ear to ear, <laughs> just 
awesome. That does sound hella good. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch, uh, Scratch actually pipes up. I was like, that does sound really good. I'd like one of those You too. want one? Oh, would you also? <laughs> uh, Maja immediately is like, yes, I've never had that, but I'm so interested in it. Um, Mer and, and then they look at Merit. That sounds super refreshing, but I think I just want some like lamb and veggies, something, you know, like simple and hearty. I'm uh, sure it's going to be the to best part. And to, to start, <laughs> yeah. uh, would you like an appetizer or an entree of that? Would you like entree. an entree sized appetizer is what I'm saying. You look yes. like a hearty young man. <laughs> uh, and then to you drink. You may have heard of the, the pie contest in Davidstown. I have not. Davidstown is <laughs> not excited. about me from the pie eating contest in Davidstown. Maja just looks, uh, looks and smiles a little bit and is like, Hiding contest, huh? <laughs> All right, we'll find out about that. Yep, world champion right here. <laughs> There's a lot of hungry pie eaters in Davidstown. Um, uh, to drink. Just whatever, like the the whatever beer they make here is, you know, wants to try. Uh, he walks off, and then it like it's literally like he goes off camera and then comes in from the other side of the camera with the platter instantly. <laughs> Perfect, perfectly done. Like locally made level oh of my coconut gosh. with the white rum and the pineapple in it. You get, okay, so it's not, you get <laughs> a small bag that looks about the size of a small silk bag. Okay. And everything, and you look into it. <laughs> you look into it. And all you can see is darkness. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> but it smells like shrimp. Uh, uh, Scratch holds up a hand real quick before the uh, waiter leaves. And yeah. Is like, can, oh, can I keep the bag? Uh, no, the bag will dissipate upon your exit. But <laughs> it is a small bag of holding that we've made sure is loaded with shrimp. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> this allows the rest of the guests to not have to definitely see a giant bag of shrimp. <laughs> yeah. There's just this awful. This thing just can't right now. And then uh, your lamb and vegetables are made, and they're cooked to perfection. It's like they're literally warping time around. And they bring you a beer. Um, and then Maja takes a sip of the coconut drink and looks at Tom and is like, this is fantastic. Where do you get this? Like, I can guess by the fact that you're a halfling. No, not, it's not halfling. It's something different. Failing. Failing, failing. I can guess by you being a failing, I know roughly where you're from. But these are just a, are these a common drink? Uh, yes, they serve them at the local bar where I'm from. I'm from the Ocean Tribe uh, to the West. Uh, why can't I get any food I want wherever I am is really the question. And I don't understand how people are like there aren't cooks going, hey, how do you make this so then they can make it and then have this. Every bar in the Sky Spire could serve this. It'd be a hit. I'm, I'm sure it would. <laughs> I think the biggest problem is that uh, the types of trees that the fruit and nuts grow from only grow in our region. Oh, well, that's not a problem for the Sky Spire. If you want something to grow here, you just go to one of the grow farms in the Sky Spire, and it's whatever climate it needs to be to make that happen. Huh. Interesting. That must be where they're getting this, because I wouldn't expect a tropical climate to be anywhere. And he starts kind of rambling about tropical climates for a minute and then stops himself. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's totally fine. 
I love traveling. It's part of why I got into performing to begin with. Me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Like, it, the whole point of going around is to meet people, and then the people you have to meet, they're not that great sometimes. But the other people that you just happen to meet are amazing. The, the <laughs> Believe me, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, there have been people I have had to meet, and believe you, a lot of people I've had to meet, and, oh, I much, much prefer the random acquaintances along the road. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy I met all of you. I'm so happy. So what I was getting to earlier, um, and uh, during this time, they bring you whatever entrees. You, I mean, you're already eating shrimp, but if Tama <laughs> wants, like, food, food. Oh, if yeah. Merritt wants more food. Those are brought out to you while you're having these discussions and you're getting almost instantly used to the, oh, what can my mind create? This, this, this? And they're like, yep, there it is. <laughs> uh, well, she continues the discussion while the food is brought out for you. Uh, she's like, so some of the people I don't want to deal with are the security from the Sky Spire. Understand that the Sky Spire, <sighs> their security is so serious because they recognize the cost that it would be if something happened to me. Every time I perform here, if they've just kind of ruined the event, I can't meet any normal people. I can't get into possibly a fight with some fuck boy I met a couple nights ago. <laughs> uh, uh, and then be rescued by such wonderful people as well. I can't imagine having that shut down from me this time. So I was hoping that maybe if we traveled together, maybe if we spent some time together with either you or time with you and Lannick or what have you leading up to the event I wouldn't need the security I don't I just want to see the sky spire um and so you know I have a couple things I'd like to do otherwise your time is yours and then that way we could all walk away without having to worry about it as well well Lannick yeah Lannick does have some things to attend to both oh, you of know, course. friends friends to catch up with things to do for for Rupert but um he's not a man that needs protecting <laughs> yeah so no no we, we, is we not have some things we need to do for him of course but otherwise I I'd be more than happy to consider it a cultural exchange it's one of the main purposes for me traveling here uh, wonderful wonderful well I'm not even from Midland myself I'm from greater or far in the fold so uh, we might be able to learn quite a bit from each other. Like, I'm doing a Midland tour right now. Um, but we might be able to do, learn quite a bit from each other. Are you okay with that? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm down with whatever. <laughs> I've got my own stuff that, uh, I'm, you know, that I'll get around uh, to while I'm yeah, here. But... I'm not, I'm not keeping, I'm not going to keep the whole time. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. I've got warm-ups. I've got to rest my voice. Those during, kinds of things. During this conversation, there's just like a shrimp on each claw. <laughs> yeah. <he> scratches hands. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really give a shit what we do, frankly. It's just, <laughs> yeah. As long as we can get back to, you know, do a little bit of practice, a little bit of work on the armor before the match, you know, it's whatever. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> Just truly monster <laughs> scratch. Um, as you're all kind of having a casual discussion, uh, she seems act genuinely interested as uh, in 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 everything that any of you talk about, even scratch. <laughs> genuinely, just a curious and friendly one of those people that you meet that actually just likes hearing stories and I interacting with people. That's all that she she wants. 
calling it now secretly a spy. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, up the lift that you all came up, and She's you can an see ox. them from their chair. From your chair, is a half orc in a white vest and a white uh, long jacket and a white shirt with his gold chain from his vest to his jacket and his hat with his bandolier of cigars tucked into it. <laughs> yes. Um, tucked into it. But he is also joined by a strong-looking, well-dressed in a different kind of like a pinstripe sort of aesthetic, similar to Wilton's aesthetic, but pinstriped in a bit more color matched. No hat, flowing watery hair that is literally um, dripping and dissipating before it hits the ground. Uh, never diminishing the hair on top of of uh, her head. Blue skin, darker blue, blacks, greens, and some purples into her hair. Gorgeous woman. Thundra, everyone knows who um, this is, minus maybe Tama. Scratch him there, it definitely do. Okay. Appears beside that. Thundra is the former pop star, like, icon that now manages Amaja. And uh, Thundra and Wilton spot you all immediately and walk up. Wilton already cigar in his hand on like the journey to immediately start smoking. <laughs> um, just looks and it's like, well, I see that you found some fine company and a fine location. We got to the wizard's den and it looked like it had been closed early, but uh, <laughs> we're here right now to... Uh, so since I already narrated grabbing like bags and filling them with stuff can i just say that i left those bags directly out front of it like for him to pick up we did see a little uh a pair of stocked bags with a number of doodads i had no uh no knowledge that you were such a fan of small pewter wizard figurines <laughs> Maja? Maja is the one who bought all that Maja's just like yes <laughs> I love the Family little guys. Trinkets. The little guys. I love the little guys. <laughs> the nieces and nephews. Yeah. It's such a giggle. <laughs> you can come up with stories about them. And then Thundra, who does not look nearly <laughs> as affable as Wilton, is just like, Maja, you did not check in when you decided to transition. We knew that you were going shopping. We knew roughly what section of Rockville you were going to be shopping in. And then suddenly you're not there. And then I come to find out that rather than simply call me and ask for my help, you have these strangers call us. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to insult any of you. Why do you have so much shrimp in your fur and paws? Cause shrimp's delicious. None taken. <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 you're stre I'm you sure you're, do you want some shrimp? You're bringing a lot of weird, stressful energy to the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were having a good time here. <laughs> <laughs> she takes her spectacles off and uh, uh, pulls out a thin uh, cl cloth to rub them. Uh, Will just was like, Thundra looks back and is just like, all right, my name is Thundra. I am, of course, Masha's manager. Some of you may already know this. Uh, Wilton was kind enough to explain to me that you are the pit crew for Lana Kindfist, Regal Souls champion, last year's world champion, 
uh, uh, and that you happened upon each other, which is great. You all are going to need to come to a meeting tonight, but we still have to have some certain setups with Maja. I have to get her security detail detailed. I have to get her wardrobe on point. I have to get everything kind of lined up before we have the meeting at 10 o'clock where we talk about the security for the concert and event in general uh, and some other ideas I had. I appreciate that you are all bonding. That's great. Performer chemistry is awesome. But Maja, we have to go. Um, and Maja just sighs. And is just like... I've already picked my security detail for the Sky Spire. It's... It's them! It's them! <laughs> <laughs> Wilton... <laughs> Wilton just goes... And immediately just like pulls three cigars from his bandolier <laughs> and just like offers them like low up, over the table, but kind of low to each of you. <laughs> Scratch takes one. <laughs> Anyone smoking? Smoking? You Thank sure? You. No. Okay. Um, he looks at Scratch, lights Scratch's cigar up, doesn't even like look in the direction. Just so practiced <laughs> at it, puts the other two back. He almost starts saying something and Thundra just just thins her eyes at this and it's like why would the pit crew be at all able to protect you what situation would make you believe that they could be a security detail and to be clear i'm not may i don't know maybe we spar with champions like the champion <laughs> of champions almost every day maybe <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe I mean, sparring is one thing. Stopping a knife is another. Oh, we've, we've stopped Atlantic a lot fight. more than that. <laughs> yeah. No problems. Then. Are you asking for a demonstration? Let's put it this way. Capable artificer, capable bard, capable fighter. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. She pulls out a sending stone. Timothy, Timothy. Would you be able to get someone to write up an article about the bond formed between Lanik Hindfist pit crew and and uh, Maja Agda and sort of like maybe punch it up with some things that they've done together in the connection? I'll feed you the quotes when you're ready for them. Uh, would you be able to get that by tomorrow morning on distribution? Uh, preferably in the broadcasts, but if not in those in print media... Then anyone reads it here. Could you could you do that? He just puts it away. Fine. Fine. You can be security for Maja for this thing. It's the Sky Spire. Nothing bad's gonna happen in the Sky Spire. Uh... <laughs> and as nothing bad is gonna happen in the Sky Spire with Scratch eating shrimp off each claw. Tama having a wonderful conversation with a genuine person that's interested as a performer uh, and a delicious drink and whatever other home food. Lots that, of home food. Yeah, that they've been able to get merit on probably their third plate of food. Uh, and everyone agreeing for all of you 
it just sounds like a distant, far... Oh, no. And there's a little bit of a look around, like a quiet noise happened. And then you see people gathering toward an edge that overlooks the, the northern side of the sky spire. Uh, or a bunch of people go gather toward the north edge, and they're looking over the, like, yeah. viewing railing. Uh, they're looking over the viewing railing of it. Um, do you all join them? Do you all Yeah, let's that? take a look. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you can see that Thundra uh, grabs, uh, not aggressively, but, like, goes to hold Maja's hand. But with uh, Wilton there and the three of you there, they kind of, they, they trail behind you as you go look over there. And what has to be more than halfway down, maybe three quarters down, a large black plume of smoke is, is pouring kind of up. It hasn't gotten there yet. It hasn't gotten to you yet. Uh, this guy's fire. And then suddenly over it, over you here, ding dong. Hello, and thank you. And you notice now that there are little speakers, even though they had the, the, the quintet. Thank you for enjoying a meal at the 199, where anything can happen, and anything can be brought to you. We are currently having concerns. Please do not go lower than floor 33 if you are traveling about the Sky Spire. Anything below 433 is in restricted access. And Maja and Thundra and Wilton kind of look at you and look at you and look at each other. And then the waiter appears behind you and is like, did you need anything else? Anything <laughs> can happen <laughs> at the 199. <laughs> anything can be brought Where did to he you. come from? Scratch says, uh, yeah. Can you tell us what happened just now? You want to order some information on this? <laughs> yes, precisely. And he holds a finger up, and we'll continue in the next episode. Ah! Oh, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> um, um, uh, armor cast. Uh, thank you so much, Pit Crew, for joining uh, me on another wonderful adventure session. Uh, good job, good job, Pit Crew. Hey. Good job. Yeah. Um, and thank you, audience, for listening. Unless you're not listening, but then you you you're not hearing this, so I don't have to consider you. Um, thank uh, you and merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup to our one French fan. <laughs> um, I, my name is Steve. I've been your game mother, and as for the pit crew, uh, thanks. I, oh, thanks, thanks, I'm Aaron. I've been playing Scratch. Oh. <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I'm Aaron. I've been playing Scratch. Oh, I'm keeping it all in. Oh, okay. I just hate it. Um, uh, and I am, uh, and you can find me on Twitch. Uh, my name is Triple A Ron. Triple A R A W N. My name's Ron. I've played Tama. It puts the podcast in its ears or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> uh, so, Kelsey, um,. I made a Tumblr just recently. There's one post about a uh, Swift programming language podcast episode. <laughs> That's for no one. That's for no one. Hold on. So if you can find them on yeah. Tumblr, you can read that post. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I would still love it if your sign off was was just consistently. This has been Kelsey. Keep keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Don't find me. Don't <laughs> at me, bro. Do find us at the low AC on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr as well. Uh, we should follow dig.com dig.com uh, live journal yeah uh, we've got a we, we we post a lot on fark um <laughs> <laughs> no do find us there find us of course at uh, uh lowarmorcast.com or patreon.com slash lowarmorcast to hear the shop talk episodes every other monday every opposite monday uh as we talk back about the episodes as well as spare parts episodes about fantasy or one shots or whatever kind of we want to do at that time um maybe the snyder cut maybe this inline seth green movie that i've been you gotta watch it <laughs> yeah. um, so good uh and if you want some more DD as a uh sign off here if you want some more DD on mondays opposite when the podcast release if you're unwilling to sign up for the patreon so but you still want more aaron and steve in your life you can get that yeah dying underscore of underscore exposure on twitch has a monday night DD game every other monday uh we do modules in DD, and aaron plays a very different character from scratch yep and i am a dungeon mommy there i'm not a game mommy so there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor all right, folks, we have the best nutraceuticals out there in the world. These brain pills are not only make your brain good, it's going to make your penis huge. Now, folks, I'm telling you, when you want to keep the liberal media outside of your brain, and you want to keep 5G from invading your life, you need our nutraceuticals. <laughs> what just happened? I just kind of blacked out for a second. <laughs> That, that that makes me want to get you playing some sort of like fantasy Dungeons and Dragons Alex Jones type. He's like be an Alex Jones character. I yeah. mean, I love playing that shitty propaganda character. So, yeah. I mean, that would be fun sometime. So. Things were fine until we started letting elves into the kingdom. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing, folks. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. So, we will be back next time, a couple weeks from now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Mad Pod exists. Pod? What? <laughs> I, uh, uh, no. Uh, I, you know, one day I would love to know if anybody ever gets in the argument that we're better than any other podcast out there because I would love to argue against it. Yeah. <laughs> you sweet, you sweet children. You You're sweet so wrong. Dungeons and Daddies is right there. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> it is hilarious. Dimension 20. I know there's a little bit of a paywall, but it's it's worth it. I would love that because we would so all be arguing against that. <laughs> We'd be <Fair>. like, no. <laughs> <laughs>